the timbre to suit his mercurial moods. Nothing in his expression revealed the shiver of excitement racing along his nerve endings. He couldn't have been dealt a better hand if he'd cheated. Closing his eyes, Edward mumbled a silent prayer. This was it, the moment he'd been waiting for. It was time for his luck to change, to regain his self-respect. He placed his cards on the felt-covered table. Four of a kind. Randolph glanced down at the cards spread out on the table, his gaze narrowing. A muscle in his jaw twitched as he noticed Edward's right hand inch toward the pile of bills littering the table's surface. Don't you want to see what I have? Edward jerked his hand back as if he'd touched a piece of hot coal. Yes. Of course. Slowly, methodically, Randolph laid his cards down, fanning them. He almost felt sorry for the man staring numbly at the cards. Royal flush. His voice held a mocking tone. Closing his eyes, Edward slumped back against the tufted chair, trying unsuccessfully to stem the hot tears welling up behind his eyelids. He had been so certain, so damn sure he would beat Randolph this time. He owed the man nearly $3,000. Where was he going to get that much money to pay off his gambling debts? He had barely earned a little more than twice that amount last year. Every week he told himself this was going to be the last time that he would never gamble again. But every Friday night at 7.30, he found himself in Randolph's library sipping bourbon, puffing cigars, shuffling cards, and praying his string of losses would end. The tears overflowed, running down his cheeks and dotting the front of his starched white shirt. Edward cried silently, his chin quivering as he tried to regain his composure. Unsuccessful, a sob escaped his parted lips, and the cigar fell onto the table. Randolph reached over, picked it up, and put out the burning embers in a large glass ashtray. I told you last week that I wasn't going to allow you to add to your tab. It ends tonight. You now owe me $2,900, and I want my money. The words were issued in a low, threatening tone. Sniffling, Edward reached into the back pocket of his slacks and withdrew a handkerchief. Nodding, he blotted the moisture from his cheeks and chin. He picked up his glass, half-filled with golden liquid, put it to his lips, draining it with one swallow. The bourbon slid down the back of his throat, numbing the pain and his shame. Squaring his shoulders, he stared directly at Randolph. I don't have it. Yes, you do. Edward blew his nose, red-rimmed eyes widening in puzzlement. "'What do you mean?' he asked through the square of cotton. "'You have something I want,' he panicked. "'Not my house?' Leaning forward, Randolph laced his fingers together. "'What the hell do I need with your house when I have my own?' "'A much larger house,' he added silently." 
A wave of heat darkened Edward's burnished gold face. But, but you're holding the deed to it. A month before, he'd handed Randolph the deed as collateral against the money he owed him. Randolph waved his hand. That's before I realized that I actually like my own home. It has everything I want, except for... His words trailed off. Except what? Edward held his breath, ignoring the increasing constriction in his chest. A wife. I need a wife. His dark eyes burned with a strange light. I'm prepared to forgive your gambling debts. Return the deed. But you have to give me something in return. Edward's forehead wrinkled in a frown as he stared at Randolph with bloodshot hazel eyes. He knew he was slightly intoxicated, but he wasn't completely.